Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Thanks for listening to Primetime with Isaac and Souk On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. Service Patriots is your home for comfort solutions for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. Good afternoon. At the tone, Pacific Daylight Time will be... It's 5 o'clock. 5 o'clock. One step closer to my own personal home. This is Primetime on Sports Radio 1080 The Fan. We expect the best. We're not afraid to break someone. Do you hear me? Primetime is your source for the best in local, regional, and national sports. Go ahead and clap. Mediocrity deserves applause. Isaac Rob, I'm miserable. I had to get up at 10 o'clock this morning. Jason Sakanit. I'm a dude playing a dude disguised as another dude. Primetime on 1080 The Fan. All right, welcome back. Hope you're having a nice little Thursday. It's your sports bros, Rob and Souk. I'm Rob. Big Souk's right over there. Right here. And by the way, uh, I wanted to get this correct because uh, it matters, being your noted news contributor. Right. Oh, yeah, we hand out needles, but also... We do hand out uh, pipes and straws and foil. So, great. Yeah. One man said as he showed up, uh, he said that uh, he was there to pick up uh, some foil, a bubble, and a meth pipe. And he said, and I quote, just to get the things I need for my addiction. So, yeah. It's a one-stop <laughs> shop, really. You get a little bit of Wait, everything. What? He said... Who, yeah, who's... he said one man waiting in line outside of the needle exchange Tuesday told KGW that he was there to pick up a bubble, a meth pipe... <laughs> And some foil, and then quote, just to get the things I need for my addiction. So there yeah. you go. Okay. Yeah. So I just, you know, we got a little bit of everything. Right to the point. I look, I just wanted to be fair and accurate that uh oh, it's not man. just needles that uh that we hand out, and that's uh data data driven. And then uh the guy that's in charge of the program said the longer we can keep people smoking, the safer they're gonna be. So apparently what? that's the I think he's making the argument that oh, smoking is better. As opposed to shooting it up? I guess. Yeah, the guy that's in charge of the program said that in the story. He said, the longer we can keep people smoking, the safer they're going to be. So smoke that methanol. Don't inject it. I don't Man. Know. I don't know what to tell you. You know, there's this thing called compassion fatigue. <laughs> I think I've reached it. <laughs> think I've reached it. And that sucks. I don't want to. I don't want to. But it's real. But I think, I'm I've, sorry, I think I've reached it. We are not heartless if we have compassion fatigue, we're we're not heartless. Yeah, I, we have empathy. We yeah, have compassion. It's just we are now getting so fatigued. Yes, that we don't care about anything just, or anyone. It, it seems like we're just living in in a parody. Leave me alone. Give me a drink. <laughs> yes, preferably something brown. By the way, I was just watching uh, Pitt Boston College. I'm sorry. I know. 
Why were you doing that? Well, it's on the TV there. Yeah. Well, and my th- eyes look at the TV. Well, Thursday night football is coming up soon. Yeah, I'll be able to turn it on there to a real game in a second. But I had a question for you because it's real quick sure. before we get to the hot fight. Yeah, throw that out there. Well, we were talking, uh, I think it was yesterday, the poll question, or two days ago, the poll question was, where does the ugliest football reside? Sure. And we had the Big Ten on there. Actually, I think the listeners voted the Big Ten number one. I can't fault you for that. Over USC and the NFL. Yeah. Should I have put middling ACC in there? Because <laughs> I would. here's the serious question. Pitt Boston College may yeah. be better football, slightly better, like at, at least more exciting, maybe some more often than say Iowa Rutgers. Sure, but it's just as bad. It is just as bad, and their teams are just as who caresy, if not <laughs> more who caresy. Like, dare I say, Iowa and Rutgers are more relevant than Pitt and Boston College? I'll tell you right now, I would much rather watch a game with Iowa and Rutgers in it than I would Boston College yeah. and Pittsburgh. So, which is worse? Slightly better middling ACC football or worse but more relevant Big Ten football? Look, and maybe this is bias on my part because, like, I, I would in the morning I would wake up and I would watch bag Big, Big Ten football because it was what was on. And I had I always had my choice because when you wake up on, on the West Coast, right, the first games that are on are, yeah. are crappy ACC teams mm-hmm. and crappy Big Ten teams. And I almost always choose – to the watch Big Ten. crappy Big yeah, Ten. Yeah, because their brands are more relevant. It's like the Wisconsin's yes. or the Iowa's. Yes. Like, no, who, even if Pitt and Boston College were good, we wouldn't care. <laughs> no. And and to be fair, Pitt has a, like, Pitt. They're two and eight. Yeah, I know. This year, but Pitt traditionally over the last handful of years, the last 15 years, they've been okay. And they put a lot of guys in the NFL, which is fascinating because they seem to suck. And yet. Look at the people that have come out of Pitt, from Aaron Donald to Sean McCoy to Larry Fitzgerald. To, I mean, they. But they've... this is my point. Yeah. Right. Like Iowa doesn't put anybody in the NFL. No. Not well. They got old linemen and tight ends, but I'd rather. Yeah, they white guys. Yeah. But I'd rather <laughs> watch them than Pitt. Yeah. When You're right. When I turn on and it's Georgia Tech or Wake Forest or yes. Like and this is this is another bad one for me. Even, yeah, Virginia, even North Carolina State, which gets ranked from time. I want nothing to do with I North know. Carolina State. There is a weird thing about ACC, even ranked ACC I teams. Just don't care. We don't care. Louisville is ranked tenth in the country. Here's Stanford and Cal, by the way. <laughs> I know. <laughs> in your face, Louisville is ranked tenth in the country, and I have made attempts to watch Louisville play. And outside of maybe a quarter and a half against Notre Dame, and again because I had money on it. I have really struggled to watch Louisville, and they're supposed to be good, and I still can't do it. And maybe that's just a West. If if, if we were if we went and talked to ACC people, mm-hmm. maybe they're saying the same thing about West Coast. Guaranteed. Maybe it's just it's it's a it's a disconnect because of how far away yeah. we are. I just don't care all right. at all about the ACC. And yes, I do think it's a little hilarious that we're giving them Cal and Stanford. <laughs> you can have them. That's good. You know what that's going to do? That's going to reinforce. See, they think the same thing about us. And then next year, they're going to be like, oh my God, we were right. Cal and Stanford? <laughs> like, this is what you gave us? Are you ready for the big Cal Wake Forest game? <laughs> we're going to get, they're going to get bitter that that's what we gave them. Yeah. And yet, well, there's, their league sucks. And yet, there's Washington State and Oregon State, and they're going to end up in some weird independent Mountain West like hybrid. All right, coming up we 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 do have to get to the Washington State Oregon State news. Uh what Carissa Thompson said that has sportsers aghast 
We have the audio of that. Oh, yeah. People are losing their they minds. They are. People are going crazy over this, and I just, I don't know. We'll we'll let you decide if, if you think they should be. Coming up tonight in the club, uh, Snoop quitting weed, we must oh, discuss. What is happening? What is happening with this world? And can you say, lawsuit? Mm. Uh, right now, the Hot Five at Five. Oh! Hot topics, hot opinions. Oh, golly, I'm hot today. And hot air. It's time for the Hot Five at Five. That's hot. The Hot Five at Five on Primetime with Isaac and Sue. No, I mean it. That's very hot. The Hot Five at Five with Isaac and Sue. Brought to you on the fan by Victorico's Mexican Food, the most popular burrito spot in Oregon. Online at victoricos.com. Number five. Number five. Number five. Well, we got a good little Thursday night football game tonight. It's the Bengals visiting the Ravens on Amazon Prime. Yeah, no Marlon Humphrey, no uh, um, Ronnie Stanley. Ronnie Stanley. I mean, those are those two big, uh, two big goes, and no Sam Hubbard for Cincinnati, but uh, Hendricks will play. So, yeah, it's uh, this. This should be a good one, and for Cincinnati, that division's awesome. It is, and in Cincinnati, that one against Cleveland hurt. I mean, they lose this one; they're five and five. You mean? If oh, Cincinnati, the one against... Yeah, they, they lost uh, last week to, to Cleveland. No, they didn't. They lost last week to Houston. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they Baltimore lost, lost to yeah, Cleveland. Yeah, Baltimore lost to Cleveland. Yeah, um, yeah they lost the, the game to Houston. So if Cincinnati loses this one tonight, I mean, they go 5-5. Five and five. Pittsburgh sitting at 6-3, and three, and that would be 8-3 and three for the Ravens. I mean, this is a big one for Cincinnati. Yeah, they've already played once, and Baltimore won, but that was back when Joe Burrow was banged up. So... Good little ball game. Yeah. Nice to have a little Thursday night action that matters. Yeah, it's about time. No offense to the Panthers and Bears, but total offense to the Panthers and Bears. Yeah, that was an ACC middling sort of game that we got last week. And it lived up to it because they were both uh, garbage. Very hey, I was ready to watch Bryce Young throw for 400 yards, okay? Didn't he throw for like 126? I'm not kidding, by the way. I think he did. Major League Baseball owners unanimously approved the A's move to Las Vegas, so it is official they will begin play there in 2028. Yep. Their stadium lease in Oakland is up after next season, so they'll play in a number of interim venues for three years, including uh, the Giants ballpark and the A's AAA stadium, which is in Summerlin, Nevada. Will they draw more fans Yes. playing in the, the is it Oracle Park now? Yes. <laughs> oh, I would think they would, yeah. Isn't that something? Well, but will anyone? That's why they're leaving. Will anyone in the Bay Area go? I mean, you're losing your team, dude. They may play in front of some of the worst crowds in sports history over these next three yeah. years. I think they already have been too. Yeah. Major League Baseball handing out its MVP awards. Both are unanimous. Angels Shohei Otani, Braves Ronald Acuna. By the way, uh, over the last ten years, wrap your head around this: the Angels have five more MVPs than they do playoff wins. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yes. Five. Five. God. They have five MVP awards and no playoff wins over the last 10 years. Washington Supreme Court pauses Oregon State and Washington State's control of the Pac-12 in a ruling today. They say the league's board can't meet at this time without unanimous consent from all 12 members. Uh, for those who get sweaty over legal jargon, here it is. Uh, the Washington Supreme Court entered a temporary stay of the preliminary injunction granted to the PAC-2 until the motion for an emergency stay can be ruled upon. Yeah, so... So whatever that means. Yeah, look, this is all going to play out in higher courts. And so now it's leaving the Washington Supreme Court? So does that mean it goes to... Well, I, as far as I know, they're just putting the, the, the 
pin in it, right? Oh, okay. So the that Supreme Court yes will eventually will eventually rule on it. They yes. just needed more time, but in but they they punted on the injunction yes until they rule yes. And then after that, I don't know if you because it it involves other jurisdictions. I don't know if that would go to a, a higher appeals court, but. Yes, this this will all be legalese, and unless both sides can come to the table and and come up with an agreement, and, and Oregon State, Washington State do have some leverage in this now. In other uh, Oregon State, Washington State news, they are close to buttoning up a scheduling partnership with the Mountain West. It's a seven plus one model, which means the Mountain West schools will play seven league games and then an eighth game against either the Beavs or the Cougs. But that game would not count towards the conference standings. The Pac two teams would not be eligible to win that league. They would essentially be independents. Uh, in return, the Mountain West schools would be compensated. Uh, this also could lead to a full merger down the road, although i got to throw in a wrench, and we'll talk more about this in our next segment. But Beaver Blitz is reporting that Oregon State does not prefer this. Yeah, They actually prefer an entirely different schedule that would include five games against Power 4 schools, five games against group of five schools, and then one FCS. Opponent. Yeah, Angie Machado was on uh, th- this morning and was talking, and... Um, she was making the, the the case that Oregon State feels like if they do the Mountain West scheduling thing, that you're basically just admitting at that point that you are Mountain West, right? And they do not want to be viewed as a as a non-power five. Um, so I mean, and, and it sounds like they got a couple years to kind of try to figure this thing out. But well, we'll have more on that yeah. next. Uh, Michigan's appeal will not be heard tomorrow. Jim Harbaugh will not be in court. He has accepted that three-game suspension. Uh, the Big Ten's probe into sign stealing is now over, and Michigan has withdrawn its lawsuit. Harbaugh will not coach against Maryland this weekend or against Ohio State, but he will be back in time for the postseason. And, of course, as uh, you may have previously known, during this three-game suspension, he can coach the team during the week. Yeah, and so the big one here for for Michigan is they got the – uh, Big Ten to admit that there's right now no direct link between Harbaugh and Connor Stallions and, and what happened, which means you can do the plausible deniability thing, um, which probably prevents Harbaugh from getting any sort of show cause and, and getting slammed. The investigation stops by the Big Ten, and you can already stonewall the NCAA. They have no real teeth. And without the lawsuit from Michigan, there's no discovery. You don't have to turn over any of those materials. They're going to basically just take the the three games here, stall this out, and this will go away, and Harbaugh will will be fine. He'll be able to come back to Michigan unless the NCAA comes up with something, and good luck with that. Michigan will survive this, and Harbaugh will survive this, it looks like. Uh, the Hot Five Five brought to you by Victorico's Mexican Food, the most popular burrito spot in Oregon. Order now at victoricos.com. All right, let's get into some of this Oregon State, Washington State stuff, and then we'll play the audio. Carissa Thompson has everybody all... Fired up today, yeah. and it's not just because she's hot. Although that you know, she is hot, that's part of it, you know. Right? Uh, so that's next. It is five sixteen. You are listening to Isaac and Souk on the fan. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. 
Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Time time with Isaac and Sue on 1080 The Fan. All right. Welcome back. We had Dan Lanning on earlier, as we do every Thursday at 4. He was great today. Although I... Uh, I would say he was a little short at first, a little buttoned up, but then he got going when um, talking about the Oregon job. Yeah. He's right. very passionate about the program. Absolutely. And so he got, he, he, then it got really good. And then, then it was hot deviled egg talk yeah, and, and, then, and you know, all hell broke loose. Thanksgiving and wanted to sit down and have a beer and, you know. So if you miss any of our show, including the Dan Landing interview, the fan is on demand via the Service Patriots podcast. Service Patriots is your home comfort solution for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. Anywhere you get your podcasts, uh, you can go back and listen to, uh, to Dan Lanning, um, or any of our other bits and stupid crap we do. Yeah, pretty much. Oregon State, why? Oh, real quick, I was, I'm watching the Ravens in bungholes on my phone here. Mm-hmm. I, look, I don't want to make any proclamations yeah, that are you, you said, wildly uh, speculative. You said it didn't look good. Andrews might have broken his leg. Yeah. Does that look pretty nasty? Or is he still down? Well, it was one of those where he gets tackled, and you it almost like you could. You could kind of see the snap. Yeah, it wasn't a close up, yeah. but it was like a I don't know. It was just it looked that way. And then it's one of those where all the players are standing over him, just waving frantically to the sideline, yeah. get your ass out of here. That's usually, especially if it's a lower body, that usually means it's pointed in the wrong direction, which is just a major, major <sighs> blow for them. I mean, outside of Kelsey, I mean you're talking he may well, be one of the more underappreciated yeah, players he's, he's really in good. all of the NFL. Yeah. And it looked like one of those plays. What do they call it? Where the guy falls on the back of the leg? It's, uh, it's not a it's it? not a horse collar. It's the uh, God. What they it was the one that that got Tony Pollard. They were talking about banning it. Oh, there was a name for it. Anyway, I think it was kind of one of those. I couldn't. I don't know. It went so fast, I couldn't quite tell. But yeah, I forget what the name. They, they do have a name for it, and I can't remember. Not off the a top. cut block, right? No, it's not no. a cut block. It's where when you tackle a guy. Um, like you grab him around the rate the waist and then you slide down and you kind of fall on the you back fall of on his the back legs. of his legs and, and it's I've, caused I've, some injuries. The the text line will, will help us. Yeah, those so, guys. Someone will remember. They'll call us idiots and tell us you moron. Come on, how you don't know this? Well, anyway, uh, back to this Oregon State Washington State stuff. So their schedule. Okay, so they're they're going to operate on the idea that they're an independent because they have two years where they can do that. Yeah, and they, they can just make their own. They can just piece together a schedule and not be a part of a league and just do it that way and hope to that the landscape changes. Okay, he's up yeah. walking. He's walking. All right, that's good. Yeah, he's yeah, limping he, he's hard. Limping but, pretty bad. Oh, here's the replay. <laughs> See what I mean? Yeah, it doesn't look good, but I think he avoided it. Whew. Avoided a, a yeah, major they, one. They dodged one there. Anyway. Uh, what was I saying? Uh, Oregon State. What about them? 
uh, you're talking about trying to just kind of go independent. They the, the report was today that basically the hip drop. The hip drop. Is that what they call it? The hip I drop? thought there was an actual name for it that they called it other than hip drop. But anywho, the, the idea was when the report came out today that essentially Oregon State and Washington State were going to play Mountain West schedules for the next two years. And then Machado, yeah. Angie Machado, was like, that's not what I'm hearing. She was hearing that especially Oregon State does not want to do that because at, at that point you're essentially admitting that you are a Mountain West team. And Oregon State, I don't think, is ready to to go that far and 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 just say, hey, we're we're gonna form this this alliance. Well, they may not be ready to do that, but that may be their only option. It's possible, you know. I mean, I, it sounds like it's maybe a semantics thing of what is their preference. Well, sure, their preference is to piece together a, a cool schedule, yeah, for their fans and make some money for the for the program. And I still think long term, the idea for Oregon State is because part of this, it sounds like the Mountain West wanted basically a. Uh, Take us all. Like, if you're doing this, at one, you're not eligible for our championship game, but we want you to have this two-year thing. You're not allowed to poach any of our teams without financial penalties, and you have to take all of us in in two years when our contract's up, and we essentially form a new conference. And then Oregon State does not, and Washington State does not want to commit to taking on the entire Mountain West. Right. I think, to me, this whole thing... Just just boils. Are there twelve of them. Uh, is there twelve in the Mountain West? I feel like there's twelve. Uh, we'll there's a lot of schools. That, that's the other question I have. Is like, which ones will they play? Uh, I don't know. Just the ones that you negotiate with. I don't know. I don't know what that. You're avoiding would... Air Force. <laughs> I don't want to play them. <laughs> I think so. To me, this all boils down to two things. Um, if 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 you're if you're Oregon State, Washington State, and we'll just deal with Oregon State because that's what we cover. Oregon State does not want to announce to recruits, to coaches, to anyone that they are accepting a, a, a step down. Because once you say that you're Mountain West, it's a death sentence. For, it's not a death sentence. It's a death sentence for what you have been for your program. You're just saying that you are no longer playing with the big boys. And they desperately don't want to do that. And the other one is, clearly to me, the plan here is to spend the next two years writing this thing out and waiting for the collapse of the ACC. Yeah. Or maybe a Big 12 invite? Possible. Maybe. You know, it, maybe it, something happens. Something happens that the next round of expansion, the next round of expansion happens and when that goes down that you are in position to either absorb teams with the, the mo- and with the money in <clears throat> in theory that you're going to be able to get if this lawsuit thing gets settled or you come up with an agreement, will keep you afloat for the 2 years and then you're able to Offer the financial incentives for people to come play you. You're offering incentive uh, for people to come join you in whatever conference you have. And I think that's what it is, is just waiting to this next round over the next two years. Because why would you, and this makes a lot of sense, why, if you're Oregon State, would you commit to basically being the Mountain West when you don't have to for two yeah, more years? Right. The only downside to, to doing this, it appears, is that you won't have a way to to make it into the college football playoff without being an at-large team. And can we be honest? Like, if your biggest uh, drawback is not making the college football playoff, really, Oregon State and Washington State, as if every year you're competing for that. If you have a special year anyways, and you go undefeated or maybe a one-loss team, you can still make it as a as a uh, um, as an at-large team. So that's their path into the playoff if they do this it would uh, you you, you would could only be at large because they don't have a conference affiliation right yes. so they so they they yeah. would only they would be an at-large team and basically you, you, at that point you'd have to either be 
with the, with the schedule you're going to play, because even when you piece this together, let's say you play, you know, five Mountain West teams, then you play, you know, six, uh, I think it was five Mountain West, if I'm not mistaken, six power, or, you know, well, six. Wait a minute. It was four. I'm sorry. It was five power five. four. Well, or they call rough. it the yeah, power four, four now. Yeah. yeah. So to confuse you further, five power five games. Yeah. I think it was uh, six. Yeah. It was Mount six West and one FCS. Group of five. Yeah. And then one FCS. One FCS. So look, you're not going to play a good enough schedule to be a probably a one-loss team and get in. So for the next two years, if you want to get into the college football playoff, you got to be undefeated. And, and that's unless the, you play the you, you play four or five power fives. But then, you, but you're going to have to play major power fives. Well, it depends on who you play. Yeah, eh, that's, yeah. I think I think they could get in the tournament if they're one loss. It's just a matter. It's just it's all about who they put on the schedule. Sure. It, you know, if you put Michigan on and you beat yes. them, versus putting. But again, I Purdue ask you. On, uh, you know, how are you going to get Michigan to? You know? Well, I know, but they, surely they'll be able to schedule, just like every year. At least one sure. big non-conference game, yeah. and you win that game, that yeah. goes a long way. It's going to be on the road. You have to go play yeah. them on the road. BYU did this for a couple of years, and they were independent. I mean, and BYU, by the way, put together a pretty good schedule. Now, I think it might be a little harder with all the super conferences. You know, teams may not be willing to to reach out. Oregon State's a good team. I mean, that's not one that you look at. And if you're like, if you're Michigan with with the schedule you have, you really want to add Oregon State to that. But you can piece together a good schedule, so there's really no drawback to this. Financially, you're going to be able to withstand the the blow here for two years. You don't have automatic access to the college football playoff, but that's not a huge deal. If you put together a special season, you can still make that. And then, then the end of the two years, you see where it lies. And by the way, at the end of those two years, your best option may just be yeah. a merger with the Mountain West. Yeah. And but, but it may but it may not be. So not why be, right. make a decision now? I think this is very very smart of Oregon State and Washington State to just say, hey, for the next two years, we're going to be nomads. And you know, right now, time is your is your friend. Just but the kick scheduling, the, kick the can down the road. Yeah, but the scheduling alliance with the Mountain West does stipulate, or it sounds like from the reports, they, there would be stipulation in there that uh, they, if they ever merged with the Mountain West, it would be all of them. Yeah, they couldn't just say, "Hey, we'll take your best over here to the pack, whatever." Yeah, and that's so that's it, a tough one. Well, too, that's a sticking point because it sounds like yes. that's what the Mountain West wants, yes. and Oregon State and Washington State don't. They don't want that. They don't because want it. here are the okay. So if you just eleven if Mountain West teams, by the way. See, I count twelve. Oh, I sit here. It's at eleven. So yeah, know. there's there's twelve. Okay, there's 12. so here here are the twelve Mountain West teams: Air Force, UNLV, Fresno State. Right now, uh, just for this season, those teams are all eight and two in the top of the league. Then you have Boise State, San Jose State. Wyoming, um, Utah State, Colorado State, Hawaii, Nevada, New Mexico, and San Diego State. I got to be honest with you, didn't know New Mexico was in the uh, no Mountain West. They've always they were one of the originals. You know, I were am they a, an OG? I am a founding member of the Mountain West Conference. Oh my god, I was there when the uh, Mountain West was formed. And yes, New Mexico. That's was how an, little I think about New Mexico. New Mexico was an OG. So member. those are the twelve. So. Of the seven, so I guess each one, if they merge with the Mount, or not merge, but if they have the scheduling alliance with the Mountain West, they would play seven of those twelve, yeah, and then fill in the rest of the schedule with hopefully better games. And so <laughs> we'll, that's going to be kind of lame. And we'll see what what happens because you're getting conflicting reports right now, and and all this stuff is being you know worked out behind the scenes, and a lot of it will depend on what exactly happens with the the lawsuit. 
you know, it's, if you're Oregon State, Washington State, you feel pretty good about it, but it's it's still not settled. So, um, I like it. I like the idea. Uh, if I'm an Oregon State fan, look, there's nothing good about any of this. It sucks, and you know, I think it's a long shot that you come out of this okay. But giving yourself two years to work through this, as we mentioned, if they would have if they would have been able to keep everyone together and wait till right now, the Pac-12 may have survived, but no one was willing to wait around. But the nice part about having only the two teams there is you don't have to get 12 teams to agree. You just need two of you that are in the same boat to just, you know, kind of tread water here for a while. So I think it's easier to kind of get things done when you're a smaller um, group like the like the, the Pac-2. So... I think there is, to me, this gives a, a glimmer of hope to, to Coog and B-Fan that over the next two years, something may shake out. Because you got to believe over the next two years, something's going to happen where the ACC is going to undergo a, a radical shift. 100%. As it sounds like the Clemsons and the Florida States of the world, they, they want out. And they're going to do everything in their power to get out. And if that does happen, this may start another uh, huge shift. And maybe there's, instead of a, of an alliance with the Mountain West, maybe there's an alliance with the Big 12. You know, maybe maybe some of the ACC teams come on board with some of the Mountain West and the, the Pac-2, and you end up with a big super conference that goes coast to coast, and that's attractive to TV buyers because you get so many time zones. All right, up next, what Carissa Thompson said that has got sportsers aghast today. That's next, but first, Schultz with Sports Center. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Prime time with Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fan. They're fighting for clicks. We're fighting to win. Shut up. Third moment. Can you guys shut up? Sorry. 
All right, welcome back to our show. This is our show. Yep, this is, the, this is it right here. The do up wreath uh, post game show now, where we just we, we go shot by shot. Hey, you've talked about him so much all week. I just had to slip that in. It was like, oh, he scored sixteen points in <laughs> last night's loss. Yeah. All right. By the way, uh, <laughs> this happened. So we were sitting there last night. We were watching the game, and. I said something, and, and the lady next to me started started chuckling, and she's like, "Glad I'm 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 not the only one." So they brought out the military families, which is great, right? We all love the military. We all kind of clap, and so you know they bring out the two military families, and it was an older couple, and then there was a um, the the second family. Uh, there were some brothers and sisters, obviously, and so we thought it was going to be like, hey, either honoring the old guy who did serve, or you know maybe the 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 guy's brother, you know, the little kids was out serving. It was one of those. And um, I was, it was really weird because, I mean, I, I appreciate what they were doing, but they, they brought him out there and then told the story. The one son and then the other one's brothers, they died. They, like, they died overseas. And it was kind of weird because I was thinking to myself, I was like, like those kids are like, like, oh, man, it's awesome. I went to the Blazer game and I got to go on the floor. Hey, why did you go on the floor? My brother got blown up. It was weird. <laughs> I was like, isn't that a, it's just kind of a strange strange reason to go on the floor at the blazer game like you're you're going to school the next day and your buddies are like oh man you got to go to the blazer game and go on the floor and they're like yeah but um so you're saying from the family's perspective you'd be like I, you'd maybe shy away from the from I, that sort of i just thought the whole thing was a little acknowledgement well like maybe put me like like send me to the game and put me up into a suite or something i just it felt weird to go out there like the look on the the parents face like while they're like they're talking about the their kid that died and the, the dad's like waving to the crowd he's like eh. it's very awkward and i was and I was, I was like am i a jerk for thinking this is really awkward and the lady next to me was like oh no i was thinking the same thing i'm like right and her kid was sitting next to her and he goes oh yeah that's weird as hell and he's the kid the kid the who was like a teenager he was the one that was like dude what if because they were like the the, the same age as the the siblings and he's like dude what are those kids gonna say when they go to school tomorrow They're like they can't talk about this and i'm like no they can't I it was it was one of those things where it's like hey it's cool you're honoring like i think what gold star families but at the same time weird to have them out there and then like 30 seconds later like the blazer dancers are out there like you know like twerking and like ass shaking it was just a weird Weird. That was my that was my weird observation from the the Moda Center last night, hmm. and then the greatness that is uh, Duop Wreath. I mean, that was really the star of the show. Yes, and they lost by twenty. Yeah, fifteen. Like Only that. fifteen. Okay. Yeah. No, yeah. no. Excuse me, fourteen. I, had, I I bet them to cover, and that did not work out. It was a ten point spread. They lost by fourteen. <sighs> Jerks. Well, Carissa Thompson is in the news. She's on Fox. Oh, she's pissed everyone out, or pissed everyone off here. She's a hot. Yeah, yeah. She's a hot. You can't um, doubt that. Yeah, so she's a sideline reporter, and she said that I don't even know what show she's on. Should I give credit? I, I, it's Barstool. Barstool. I think. It was a Barstool okay. sports podcast. Okay, so this is a Barstool sports podcast. This is the audio of her talking about being a sideline reporter. And I've said this before, so I haven't been fired for saying it, but I'll say it again. I would make up the report sometimes because, A, the coach wouldn't come out at halftime or it was too late, and I was like, I didn't want to screw up the report, so I was like, I'm just going to make this up because, first of all, no coach is going to get mad if I say, hey, we need to stop uh, hurting ourselves. We needed to be better on third down. We yep. need to stop turning the ball Pressure over. The quarterback. We need, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and do a better job of getting off the field. Like they're not going to correct me on that. Right. So I'm like, it's fine. I'll it just make up the report. Yeah. So that, <laughs> as you can imagine, that did not go over well with 
uh, particularly with her brethren no. sideline reporters. Internet fingers going crazy. Yeah, they are. Well, look, and and I first off, I don't think this is the world's biggest deal, but if if you're like a a, a Linda Cohen or you're like a and I guess she's not she's not a sideline reporter. I guess I was just thinking a, a woman journalist, but especially a sideline reporter. Let's take a, like a Pam Oliver or Salters. someone like that. Yeah, Lisa Salters. Aaron Andrews. That you have fought against the stigma of you're just a a, a, a pretty bimbo on the sidelines for eye candy. And, you know, it's that's trying to sleep with the quarterback, Justin Herbert. Um, let's not act like it doesn't happen. Like, you've been fighting against that your whole career, right? And that you're, you like, you take your job seriously and you do a good job and you mean something, you know, mean something and you know what you're talking about. And then you get this, you get the hot. That's like, yeah, by the way, sometimes I just make stuff up. I can totally see why female journalists and sideline reporters would be absolutely pissed at this. I Because she's kind of like mocking it a little bit, too. Well, I think that, I mean, it's just like men. It's the same with men. Some sideline reporters or whatever job you're talking about have yeah. substance and some don't. Sure. And there are some that are out there just because they're hot. Yeah. It's not all of them. No. But one of them is Carissa Thompson. Yes. And she's clearly, she's kind of saying that. Yes. By not, I mean. She, she is saying I'm. She's I'm, saying that. Yes. She's like, That's, look, uh, the coach didn't come out. I don't really care. I'm going to make it up. Uh, yeah. Although it's not, let's not rake her over the coals for this because don't act like you're upset that, like this guy said on Twitter, he said, yes, Carissa Thompson appearing on my TV for 15 seconds and fabricating that Bill Belichick told her that they had to get the ground game going in the second half is fueling my distrust with the media. <laughs> Great. Yes. Thank you. All of that. Like, it's not, don't act like it's a huge deal that she may say, oh, yeah, coach said we need to run the ball more and get after the court. Dude, I bet they do that all the time. Well, yeah. Can I point out, too, this, uh, maybe the sexism is just going right over my head in this one, but it, it kind of exposes the absurdity, not of sideline reporters, but just of these, like, pre-into-the-halftime yes. locker room and then post-coming-out-of-the-locker-room yes. uh, interviews. That's right. They're it, worthless. It's stupid, I think, of Greg Popovich being like, we got to play defense, and then he's gone it, because he knows that they're absurd. But you so, still... so this is just a ridiculous thing. Maybe we should just end these little 15-second clips. Don't well, eat them. And that's that's fine. But if you're going to do them, I, I I get like I don't care. I could give two S's about any of this. But I get like Molly McGrath came out and 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 was pretty pissed about this. Tracy uh uh Wolfson came out and was pretty uh adamant about this not being okay. In fact, she actually this was Tracy said, This is absolutely not okay, not the norm, and upsetting on so many levels. I take my job very seriously. I hold myself accountable for all I say. I build trust with the coaches and never make something up. I know my fellow reporters do the same. You are if you are uh Carissa Thompson here, you basically you basically took a, a, a dump on your profession. I mean, you absolutely did. Like to me, I, I'd fire her ass. I, I just don't think, and she she's like, well, I've, I've said this before and I haven't been fired. I would absolutely fire her for that. It's it's one thing to do it. It's another thing to come out and kind of make a mockery of it. And I just, I, I get it. I get it. Personally, as a fan, I don't care. But as a member of the, the media, I still don't care. But I get why other people do. And I think it's, I do think it's worse that she's a woman. Because, like I said, they listen to any female in this industry, and they will tell you that they have had to do it uh, 
uh, yeah. they, they, they have had a greater challenge to get where they're at. And then the the pretty blonde comes along and says, <laughs> it's okay to make stuff up. Yeah. It just doesn't work. I, I don't know. I, I don't think it's a huge deal. I, I feel like I put myself in her shoes and wonder, like, what would you do if <laughs> like you miss the coach or the coach blows you off and they're coming to you? Like, what what should, in other words, I'm, I'm thinking of, What's the alternative? What should she have done? Should she have uh, signaled up to her producer and say, hey, I, I got nothing. Don't come to me. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Either that's it or, or you come back and be like, hey, I wasn't able to get a hold of, you know, I wasn't able to get a hold of Bill Belichick <laughs> and then maybe try to give a, an honest, independent thought. But I just, I don't know. I just think at the end of the day, I don't think it's ever okay to, like, we, we, we get paid to give opinions, right? We're not we're not in there, you know, breaking stories or whatever. We're, we're paid to give a, opinions, and this is an entertainment show. It's not a, we're not journalists. Okay. I don't write anything. Speak for yourself. Yeah. You, you break a story, you jerk. Here he is having the time of his life. But if I come on the airwaves and say that um, I talked to Dan Lanning and Dan Lanning said this, even if it's something very generic and I hadn't talked to Dan Lanning and that's not what he said. I know, th- th- that's, dude. I think that stuff happens a lot. I think it does, but I think it's I think it's crap. And I think for you to come out and say that and kind of make light of it, I don't know. Is that me personally? Whatever. But other people that that did my job, I'm assuming that they would have problems with that, especially when it comes to sideline reporters, which I think struggle for credibility. I think that's what Tracy Wolfsey was or Tracy uh, Wolfson was saying. Is I like Tracy Wolfsey better? Yeah, Wolfsey. Hey, Wolfsey, baby. Tracy Wolfsey. Hey, hey. Again, think about how hard it is for, like, when she said, what? I have worked really hard to try to build up a trust and, a, you know, a relationship Look, there. And- I, I agree, but I, w- with the sentiment, but I just don't think anybody is losing trust over over <laughs> Carissa Thompson saying this. No. That's not journalism, what it's they're just, doing. Yeah, it's like nobody, first of all, nobody will know if you made it up. Made it up. No. And second, I, I just, I, I don't think this does one thing. To anybody watch, now watching sideline reporters going, well, I don't know if I can believe Molly McGrath. Now, I mean, come on. But who am I to tell a, a sideline reporter like Molly or Tracy, who am I to tell them that this doesn't hurt their credibility or that they shouldn't be up? And maybe it is that small group, but I still have sympathy for that group. And if I were them, I would want nothing to do with her. And I just, well, I, I bet they don't have anything to do with her. I Again, I, I feel like there are some with a lot of substance and there are others that that don't have a lot of substance, and we all know who those are. Yeah. Like, it's pretty obvious. But at the, at the same time, like, um, like if, if you're her employer, I, I don't know. I just think that's a weird, I think that's a weird thing. I think that's a weird thing to have a, quote, reporter who knowingly makes stuff up, whether it's significant or not. And there's a difference between throwing something out there and saying, hey, a coach said, I met with a coach. I guess like Dan Lanning came on and, and we know that Dan's going to say what coach Lanning, like we take Arizona state one, you know, it's, it's the most important, you know, game in here. And, you know, it's all this same standard coach speak, but I don't know. I still don't think it's okay for me to go on and say that I had a conversation with Dan Lanning this morning. You know, I, I could say that I'm like, yeah, I was texting with coach Lanning this morning and, and this is what we talked about. I, I don't know. I'm not a journalist, but I still think that's really, Oh, I think that's a, that's a weird thing. It's a very, very weird thing and, well, and and kind of a crappy thing to do. Unfortunately, I'm going to be Googling Carissa Thompson nudes during the break. 
Yeah, I guess she's. Uh, a lot of people are pointing that out. <laughs> yeah, this is the second time she's uh, been uh, in lots of news coverage, yeah. right, in her career. There's a vid out there. Hmm. Don't look at it, though. I would not. Because that would be objectifying. How dare you? I would never do that. I bet you Dan Campbell hasn't seen it. <laughs> Why Dan Campbell? Because he's coming up next, what he said. Did you see what he said today? Uh... Well, he didn't say it, but... Well, he kind of did say it. I don't know what Dan Campbell said. Dan no. Campbell's in the news today. Dan Campbell's always in the news. My Your boy. Dan, my Dan Campbell? Your boy Dan Campbell. My fighting Dan Campbell's? Is in the news for something that... I'll tease it by saying this. It's something that nobody thought he was a part of anyway. Interesting. It's very weird. Uh, you've piqued my uh, interest. So that's next. You had me at Dan Campbell. Meanwhile, Pitt, Boston College. Let's go. Uh, 552 on the fan. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, (laughs) nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. With Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fan. All right, last bit of news uh, involves your boy Dan Campbell. Now, I did, I, I think I I misspoke when I said nobody expected him to be involved. There were a few that pointed to Dan Campbell for the Texas A&M opening. Oh, okay. But He played, by he, the way, if you don't know, he's yeah, a tight end at A&M. He played there. So his name was linked to to the A&M job, he has come out and said he has no interest. Why would anyone <laughs> want to go from the NFL to dealing with all the horse nears that come yeah, with I mean, college football? Come on. Uh, and Campbell's just a, he's just an NFL guy through and through. Yes. You know, so it's kind of dumb, but he had to come out and say no interest. And he, by the way, he's probably going to get a big old contract extension. I would assume, yes. But they, they said that he has already, Texas A&M did call him and they, they he yeah. has already turned them down. Well, again, if you're A&M, why wouldn't you shake that tree? You know. You know, I got to be honest. I don't know that he would be first on the list. I think he would be on the list. I don't think he'd be first. Well, I think any time that you tr- like, I'm trying to think of NFL guys. Obviously, Pete Carroll uh, was an NFL guy and came down to college and enrolled. Um, Bill Walsh was successful at both, but I mean, making the jump from college to the NFL or the NFL to college, it's it's the same. It, it's an equal <clears throat> challenge. It's they're different games and they require uh, different skills. And it's it's not like because you're successful at one that you're going to be successful at the other. And I think that goes both ways. Like. Bill Belichick may it, it arguably the greatest NFL coach of all time. Bill in college would have to kiss the ass and convince 17-year-old kids to come play for him. You think how's that going to go? Like Bill Tom Brady didn't like to get along with with Bill Belichick. Julian Edelman was terrified of him. Like Bill is not a friendly guy. So I think Bill Belichick would be an, a god awful college coach. Because so much of college coaching, I, I'm being dead serious on this. To be a head coach in college football, I think 90% of it is recruiting. It really is. Right, and that's why that's why Campbell wouldn't be near. The, I mean, I, he may be great at it. He may. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what kids would. But I, why I, would you? If, if it's if it's 95% recruiting, why would you put a guy who hasn't recruited? Yeah. On the you know on the top of your list, it just doesn't make any sense to me. But I get it. He played there, and he's having success with Detroit. So. Sure. 
you call him. So, all right, there. Yeah. You, that's it. All right, that's all I had for you. I'm assuming that A and M has called, and will call everybody. Like money is not a, a. That's the one thing you know about Texas A and M. Money's not an issue, and money's not an issue. Then you call. Remember when Oregon had the basketball opening? They were calling like Tom Izzo and stuff. They end up with Dan Altman, which by the way is a fine coach, but it's not Tom Izzo. I, I hate to say it, but I just don't think Dan Campbell is Tom Izzo. No, no, he's not. You know? I'm, I'm just saying, like. If if you're A and M, I mean, you got Jimbo Fisher when Jimbo Fisher at the time was viewed as some big deal. He won a national title and you know was was viewed as one of the better coaches. But I'm sure A and M has reached out to Dabo and they've reached out to, um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of who would the other like if you were trying to poach a coach, like who would you go get? Like Kirby's not going to answer that call. Nick's not going to answer that call. But I mean, outside of that. I mean, maybe the guy from Florida State. Yeah, Norvell. Norvell. Yeah, absolutely. Guys like that. I'm obviously I'm DeBoer. I'm sh- DeBoer. I'm sure they reached out to Dan Lanning or Dan Lanning's representation. I mean, why wouldn't you? All of those. All right, uh, let's move on to the club. An indictment on weed. We still got to get to what people a hundred years ago predicted for us in 2023. Yeah. And uh, can you say lawsuit? This is a story from Arizona. Uh, that we teased yesterday. We'll get to that as well at a 601 on the fan. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required, minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax and delivery may be required see store for details how powerful is cox internet powerful enough to let your band members in vegas phoenix and rhode island jam like you're all in the same garage get cox internet powered by fiber with america's fastest download speeds it's internet built for tomorrow today cox always building better cox internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection speeds vary and are not guaranteed cox terms and the restrictions may apply analysis by ukulele speed test intelligence data fixed median download speeds usq3 2023 old man winter here if i had it my way it would stay winter all year long short days wind chill black ice and a good polar vortex <laughs> heaven wait is it getting warm in here your cold snap is over old man winter spring has arrived Spring Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.